Hello everyone and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and we got the usual numbers and news to talk about. Nothing too crazy this week. Let's get started with the numbers. Staying in first place is the Batman with 66 million for a total of 238.5 million. Staying in second place is Uncharted with 9.2 million for a total of 113.3 million. Third place was BTS Permission to Dance, which made 6.8 million. Fourth place was Dog with 5.3 million for a total of 47.8 million. And fifth place is Spider-Man No Way Home with 4 million for a total of 792.2 million. Let's start with the Batman, which had a fantastic hold from the first weekend, only dropping 51%. At this rate, it's holding strong enough now that 350 million domestic is a lock, not 300, and it's looking more likely that it'll end up around 400 million. Now, in third place was BTS, but it wasn't a film documentary, it was a live concert. The band played it live in South Korea last Saturday, and it was live streamed around the world to theaters. In America, it was played in around 800 theaters, and some showings were on a tape delay due to the time difference. Also, since it was a live event, tickets were not 10 to 15 bucks, but they were 35. Still, a one-day event with premium pricing almost made $10 million, which is really impressive. I wonder if music executives see these numbers and think, maybe they can try and do something similar. I think this could be an expanded market, but you just need to get the big artists to get people interested. Heading to China, where the box office continues to slow down as more COVID cases appear, in first place was the Battle of Lake Changjin 2 with 4.6 million for a total of 635 million. Second place was Too Cool to Kill with 3.4 million for a total of 407 million. Third place was Nice View with 2.1 million for a total of 213.9 million. In fourth place was Do You Love Me As I Do, which opened to 1.76 million. So while China has not had a lot of new films come out, the slowdown is more on the rise of COVID cases around the country and theaters being shut down. Right now there is no national shutdown for anything, including theaters, but instead localized to cities where there are cases. For example, there are restrictions in major cities, including Shanghai and Shenzhen, with some theaters being closed as a result. Upcoming this week, we have Uncharted opening on Monday, followed by the Batman opening Friday. Even if they both get great reception, COVID cases will likely impact what they would have made at the box office. Looking now at worldwide numbers, the Batman continues to do great, making another $66.6 million internationally for a worldwide total of $463.2 million. Uncharted made another $11.2 million for a worldwide total of $301.3 million. It looks like it'll finish above at least $350 million, possibly closer to $400 million depending on how it holds out for the rest of March. Turning Red opened in some international markets this weekend to $3.8 million. Remember, the Pixar film will still be released in countries where Disney Plus is not available. Going back to the BTS Live concert, it was also shown in theaters around the world and made $32.6 million worldwide. For a one-day event as a live concert, that's actually a lot of cash. Finally, Death on the Nile is now at $124.6 million worldwide. Switching to news, let's start off with the not-so-shocking ones. 
uh, Discovery's shareholders have voted and approved their merger with WarnerMedia. This was expected, and at this rate, the merger should be completed sometime in April. It'll be curious after April. <clears throat> It'll be curious after April how this new company will handle the three streaming services they will have. Obviously, the headliner is HBO Max, but they will now have Discovery Plus and launching at the end of the month, CNN Plus. If I were them, I would consider rebranding HBO Max and then merge the other two into it by making them tiers of the service. So, for example, 15 bucks a month, stay the same price, get you everything HBO Max. But then if I wanted, say, Discovery, I can pay an extra $5 add-on or another $5 would get me CNN Plus as an add-on. But we'll see. In other merger news, Amazon announced that their acquisition of MGM was complete. As of what happens now, Deadline is reporting this is the current situation regarding MGM. Amazon is reportedly excited by MGM's slate of movies and does not plan on making any changes to it regarding theatrical releases going forward. Those will be done on a case-by-case basis, but not every film will automatically get approval for release in theaters. Also, while a lot of MGM content will now go to Prime Video, not all of it will be exclusively there. I wonder if this is in part due to current licensing deals MGM has that they have to honor. Also, they are not touching the Bond franchise right now, but that's also particularly because there's not much they can do with it, as Eon has half the rights to it as well. MGM does not completely own it. While I've seen people online hate this deal, if it's done right, I actually like it. First, I prefer if smaller studios, if they have to be bought, that outside companies buy them, like Amazon. I don't want the likes of MGM and, say, Lionsgate, for example, going to Disney or Comcast. Secondly, if Amazon sticks to this and lets MGM do their thing, but increase funding for their productions, it could allow MGM to become a bigger and better studio. But right now, this is very much a wait-and-see in how Amazon treats them. During the promotional push for the Adam Project, it was announced that Sean Levi will be the director for Deadpool 3. This would be the third film he and Ryan Reynolds have worked on together, the first being Free Guy, and now with Netflix, The Adam Project. Gotta say I'm kind of mixed on this. I've not seen The Adam Project yet, but Free Guy for me was only okay, wasn't anything great. Now, Levi is not writing the script to Deadpool 3, so it can be amazing. But right now, there are a lot of questions about this film, like, is it still going to be R-rated? Don't even have a confirmation on that yet. A new film that's in the works is... An animated Play-Doh film. Yes, this is real, and Deadline has the exclusive on this. It will be made by E1, which is now owned by Hasbro, who, you know, makes Play-Doh. As for who is making it, well, John M. Chu will be producing and possibly directing, and Emily V. Gordon will be writing the screenplay. I really don't know what to think of this film, but I will reserve my judgment until I see a trailer for it. I mentioned a few weeks ago that Scream 6 was being fast-tracked, and, uh... Yeah, it's definitely getting fast-tracked. Paramount announced this week two new films and their release dates. Their untitled Bob Marley biopic is set to be released January 12th, 2024. However, for that film, I expect a limited release beforehand to qualify for awards. Unless you know the film is shit, why not go for it, right? As for Scream 6, it'll be coming out March 31st, 2023. Right now, that is a solid release date, as it's the only release scheduled for the weekend and only has to deal with the second weekend of John Wick Chapter 4. However, taking a step back to look at the entire month, March is really packed, and I feel something is going to get moved. Every weekend for the entire month, there is a big film coming out. 
we start with the live-action Dungeons & Dragons from Paramount, then the Haunted Mansion film from Disney, then Aquaman 2 from Warner Brothers, John Wick Chapter 4 from Lionsgate, and now Scream 6. I took a look at April, and it's less crowded, so one of those films will probably get pushed back a few weeks. Speaking of release dates, we got one small delay this week, with Sony pushing back Bullet Train uh, was set to come out July 15th. It will now come out July 29th, taking Black Adam's previous spot. This is the perfect move for Sony, as it gives them more breathing room from Thor Love and Thunder. moving to VOD Premium where it was a quiet week. Last week I talked about 20th Century and their new mandate to focus more on films for Hulu. Well this week from 20th Century Searchlight, they announced three new films coming to Hulu throughout the summer. The first, Fire Island, will come out June 3rd. Good luck to you, Leo Grande, comes out June 17th. And Not Okay comes out August 5th. I've read the synopsis for all three and I'm looking forward to Not Okay the most. Right now that looks to be the one uh, of the three that I think will be really, really, really good. Finally, let's finish up with what's on VOD and streaming. Thanks in part due to a leaked digital copy of No Way Home, Sony moves up the release of the film digitally to this week. So if you have not seen it, it's available to buy at all major VOD platforms. From MGM, Dog is now available to rent at a PVOD price of $20. A new Zac Efron film called Gold was released for both purchase and rental on VOD. Lastly, Scream is now on Paramount+, Plus, so if you have not yet seen it, you can now buy it, rent it, or stream it. And a Blu-ray release is still set for April. And that is it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. Question for the episode is, would you watch a Play-Doh film? Let me know on Facebook, link to the page in the show notes. Thank you for listening.